eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday, Raider Nation. Yes, it's happy. Don't remember, don't think about last Sunday. There's another Sunday coming up. It's this Sunday, Raiders, Titans. We will talk about that tomorrow on our Thursday edition of Silver and Black Today with Mo and Scott. So don't go anywhere. Make sure you subscribe. Yes, hit that subscription button. You know you want it. Hit it. If you're on YouTube, hit that plus the notification button. It's the glorious pair on YouTube so that you can watch us on YouTube whenever we have a new video. So thank you for doing that. We are taking your questions. It is a Raider Mailbag Wednesday and uh, some great ones so far. The despair is there, but don't let it get to you. Uh, But we do have a question. Mo, we're going to start off here, and it gets into a player and on the offensive line, nonetheless. And it's kind of positive. It's good. I like that. We're going in a different direction here, which is nice. Uh, it says, okay, here's the question. It says, if Parham does well at center, now this came in right before the game this past week, which he did do well, is there a scenario, Mo, where he stays at that spot and James lands at guard? Would that give them a best five scenario? Side question, what percentage do you put on the Raiders finally getting a right tackle? And that was for you, Mo, specifically. He, he wants to ignore me and just ask you questions. No, I'm just kidding. Um, he says, love both of your work. Thanks. And it's signed Derek Carr's hair. I oh, I know who that is. You know Derek that Carr's is? hair. Yes, you know I know. Okay. Shout out to Derek Carr's hair on Twitter. He's a great follow. He supports. <laughs> he's, he's a great follow. I appreciate it. Okay, good. So that's his question. Does Parham, we saw him play center. He played really well. Does he supplant Andre James at center? And would James move to guard? That's a good question. I'll answer the first question right away. I'd say yes. I thought about that actually before the game, that if Andre James's concussion symptoms linger, I could see Parham just staying at center and the Raiders just moving on. Because remember, he was their first draft pick in the third round. They obviously have high expectations for him. So if Andre James is out for any length of period of time, 
I could see that ha- that changing of the guard at the center position happening. I also wrote this in a Sports Star article not too long ago that the Raiders can release Andre James and save about $5 million next offseason. So they may even just move off him, save the money, and start Parham this this year to get the to get the ball rolling. But to answer his, the second part of his question, I don't see James moving to guard, but he did play tackle at UCLA. Mm. Not saying that he'll be a right tackle because I really think the Raiders – believe in Thayer Mumford. I think they want Thayer Mumford to be the guy because if they didn't, they wouldn't be mixing him in with Jermaine Illuminar. But I think they want Mumford to be the guy at right tackle. If James loses his by the center, I think he just becomes a backup. A rotational guy to yes. put in. Yeah. Yes. So no guard. Because you're right, he did play tackle at UCLA. He's not played mm-hmm. guard that I, I can remember even no, in college. Yeah. Went from, yeah. Went from tackle to center. So I think he'll be you know, a guy who could play three positions on the line, basically outside or at the pivot. And you know what? Sometimes stuff like that just happens, right? I mean, listen, Dylan Parham played really, really well. He had the one penalty, and that was kind of it. There was no exchange issues. There was no snap issues at all with the timing. Uh, and so to me, that was incredibly encouraging. And the fact that he can play <laughs> on the guard side, too, is remarkable. But you really want a guy, to your point, these guys drafted him, so the, the, he's their player, yep. and mm-hmm. they're invested in him. And so it'll be interesting to see how he does again if, if James doesn't make it back, which so far we haven't heard, and we probably won't hear until tomorrow. Um, but uh, the good question from Derek Carr's hair, which Carr's I assume he, t- he took this like last year when Carr had that 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 uh, mullet going. Yes, once Carr got really creative with his hair, that that uh that Twitter name popped up. I thought it was pretty pretty good and creative. Well, Derek Carr's hair, if you don't mind me knowing your identity, please send me your info so we can send you your show sticker. Uh, and maybe you mm-hmm. win the T-shirt tonight, too. And I can't send it to Derek Carr's hair because that's a pseudonym. So please send us your information <laughs> so we can send you your sticker plus your shirt if you win the shirt. So uh, we'll do that as well. So g- another good question there on our Raider Nation mailbag as well. Uh, all right. Next one comes from our good friend Chad Mixon, who's been on the show a couple times with his question. This one is a really long one, so I'm going to skip around, Chad. I hope you're okay with that. I'm going to try to capture everything you said here. Uh, but, but Chad was definitely, um, I think, channeling um, John Steinbeck when he wrote the question. So um, here we go. It says, as I was watching the Charger game, I noticed something. I started to pay closer attention to it and saw that, for the most part, none of the Chargers receivers – were running free in the secondary. It seemed to me that any lapses in coverage were people being a half step or a second behind, most likely due to a new scheme or a lack of confidence. Granted, I only watched the broadcast, not the All-22. Generally speaking, the players are where they were supposed to be. Uh, is it me or as a fan, despite them losing, is this a good sign? I'm going to do break this up into two questions um, during the game. What have you seen, Mo, watching uh, both games now of that uh, defensive backfield, I, I gave you the stat. Uh, the Raiders against the pass are uh, four, well, they're 14th overall, and um, they are, uh, I don't have pass. Oh, fifth. Yeah, fifth against the run. So when you look at that pass defense, what are you seeing so far? What's encouraging outside of, of course, Nate Hobbs, which is amazing, and even mm-hmm. the emergence of Amik Robertson now filling in in that role? Well, kudos to Jason Simmons, who I think is the DB coach for the Raiders and and their defensive coaching staff, because I I wasn't sold on Rocky Asin, but he's played well in the two games. He's played very, very well. Now, I know he was guarding an 85-year-old A.J. Green, but that same A.J. Green caught a big pass in Sunday's game. So let's not, you know, totally discount him. So 
like Chad, I like what I'm seeing in the defensive backfield. That was one of my concerns coming into the season that they didn't have enough depth there. Now let's just hope the rest of the guys stay healthy across America's on the way back from a hip injury. But between Rocky Sin and Nate Hobbs, even Jonathan Abram, I like how I like the way he's playing this year. They have him close to the line of scrimmage. Sometimes they have him in the slot. Uh, he played free safety a little bit, but he's able to he had a pretty good pass breakup in Sunday's game against the Carlos as well. So I'm seeing a lot of positive out of defensive backfield, this secondary. So I, I like where that's going. We'll see how how that how that goes against teams like the Chiefs, who are going to challenge because they have a lot of weapons. I know the Chargers have some outside weapons on the perimeter, but remember Keenan Allen left that game, I believe, early. Uh, but no slight to the rest of the guys on that field. But Mike Williams, last two games has been shut down by the Raiders, so I'm just yeah. going to say that. But um, just to answer Chad's question, I like where it's headed for their for their secondary, and I now have high hopes for them instead of being more concerned than I was before week one. Yeah, to me, I've seen errors, but the errors tend to be uh, mental and just little breakdowns, but you can see they're correctable. Yeah. They're, they're not far away, and I think that's what Chad was getting at too, is you see some breakdowns, but you see even the player on the field catch it. You know, he gives up a reception where he's given a little too much comf- uh, cushion or he take the wrong angle. You see him recognize it, and that's always a good sign. Under Gruden, sometimes you would see the same thing over and over and over again, so it, mm-hmm. it's it's nice to see that. Um, he also says, here's the other Chad's other point here in this question, which was, I hate seeing the Raiders lose. I hate when it's a rival, um, including the Chargers. However, sometimes a loss might be the best thing for a team going forward. If this team was reading too much of its own press clippings or buying into any of the hype, a loss could have shut that down. The lesson, see how close we are. Let's work harder to get there. Some players like Devontae Adams don't need the lesson. Some players do. I think, Chad, what you're getting at here, and I'm summarizing a little bit because, again, it was a long uh, question, and we appreciate the email. Don't I'm not making fun of you. Um, is <laughs> leadership on this team, Mo, when we see these two losses, yes, there's young guys. They need to learn. We talked about the defensive backfield right just now with a bunch of young guys back there. On offense, not so much. You have, yeah, on the offensive line, a couple guys. You talked about Dylan Parham who's played well. But overall, this is a veteran team, especially on the offense. Um, is there really lessons to be learned from losing right now other than, you know, getting better and watching film? But I think this is a lesson in who's going to step up and be a leader. There are lessons to be learned, I think, because I think even though you have leaders in locker room, you still going to have a group of players who do read the press, press clippings and think, oh, we got this. We got this. So mm-hmm. now you're owing too. So as I wrote in my Sports Night article on Tuesday, they're facing some early season adversity. And I think, not that you want to be 0-2 to start the season, but now you get to test the mental, I don't want to say mental fortitude, but the the mentality of your players. Do they have the resolve to bounce back off of a hard, resolve is a rough start? Some res- exactly, some resolve. Now you're going to get to see that in real time. I think Mike McDaniel had a good sound by earlier. And before the Dolphins came back against the Baltimore Ravens, he said that he wanted his team to face some adversity after they handily beat the Patriots. He said he wanted to see his team face some adversity, not that he wanted them to fall behind by 21 points because he said they took it a little too seriously. But I think there is some good in facing an early hole that you get to see what your players are made of very early in the season because as it gets late and if you're in the playoff race, that pressure is only going to ramp up a lot. There it is. Mo, half glass half full, Moten. I love it. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I'm going to read a little bit more of Chad's email here too because I think it's funny. Um, Chad, by the way, he said he, er, he's usually only listens to us. Uh, he doesn't watch YouTube, but he said, 
I usually only listen, but I had to see Mo eat the ice cream. <laughs> if you missed the show with Bo eating the mint chocolate oh ice cream because he lost to me in fantasy football, you missed it. Great content, and it makes you both most, more personable. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, then this is the great one. You'll like this. He says, hey, uh, keep up the good work. Maybe that Kelly guy can get some better equipment and a better connection, though. I wanted to hear what he had to say, but I had to skip most of it. <laughs> it's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. If Kelly wins our fantasy football league, we'll we'll get him a, a camera and a, a nice little setup so that he he's uh yeah. better viewed on youtube and everything oh we'll work on right. that that's chad mixon <laughs> uh thanks chad we appreciate it okay we got time for one more question and this one has to do with you eating uh, ice cream it says uh, this is from larry in denton texas he said i almost spit out my my pistachio ice cream watching mo eat <laughs> his mint chocolate ice cream what I'd love to see is Mo having to eat cheesecake, a cheesecake pizza with pineapple. Wow, he just like put me in like a doomsday situation right there. Yes. He just like hit the trifecta. Yes. He also said it would be great for you guys to do a show every week, maybe during the off season, where you have Mo eat weird stuff and get his reaction. <laughs> So basically, people just want to see me eat stuff and be grossed out by it. Yes. I, I guess that's that's the running theme between Chad and, and uh, this emailer here. Yes, so, uh, so I, I think we're on to something. I think I think we got to get like you know, if you've seen it in China, they have those skewers with the scorpions on it, and yeah, no. But you got this, this, look, this be, you're in New York City. You got lots of great what, international flair and food, all kinds of food. You go down into Chinatown or Little Korea or any of those places, you're going to get all kinds of great stuff. Great. Absolutely. But it feels like people want to put me on an episode of Fear Factor here. Like pretty <laughs> soon I'm gonna be eating thinking. I'm gonna be eating chocolate covered tarantulas and, and bugs and all sorts of things. What's gonna happen is you, the people are gonna come on one day and Mo's gonna say, I have to announce I'm leaving Silver and Black today. And you can follow me on my new show, Meals with Mo. <laughs> Meals with Mo. <laughs> right, I mean, if I continue to get the support, that would be great, you know. I mean, hey, I'll listen. We are on a big network. We're on the Odyssey Original Podcast Network, along with 31 other NFL podcasts. They're exclusive to Odyssey. Um, if you're a sponsor and you want Mo to eat stuff, call our salespeople, and we can do it right on the show. We'll, we'll deliver you deliver stuff right to Mo's place in New York, and he'll eat it. Whatever it is, it could be Rocky Mountain oysters. You know what those are? Yeah. No. Okay. No idea. <laughs> okay. Okay. You'll look it up <laughs> after the show. I definitely <laughs> Maybe that's the bet on the next game. Oh, boy. Let's just say that uh, it has to do with reproductive organs of a bull. Um, uh, so <laughs> uh, here we go. See, this is this is what we started. We went from, we from mint chip ice cream to eating bull <laughs> testicles and genitals and things of that nature. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, But anyway, Meals with Mo is coming to a channel near you in the fall. <laughs> Next fall, I take production time. Uh, but anyway, that's a funny, uh, funny statement there. Question from Larry, 
cheesecake pizza. Ugh, that sounds nasty to me. I, I yeah. But meals with Mo will be soon. Yeah, we'll have to do that. You have to. We we'll have to go buy that URL now, Mo. Yeah, we have to secure that domain name before someone steals it. But I, lo- I love that people enjoy the banter we have here because we do. Of course, we talk ninety eight percent about Raiders football, one uh, percent about fantasy football, and the other one percent is just fun because we want to have fun doing the show and and kind of bring to life the personalities here. So uh, I'm glad people have liked it because I've had people tell me stop talking about ice cream. Stop talking about pizza. The curmudgeons that listen to the show. But like Chad said, it makes us it makes us more human. Like we're not up here. We're not just football talking robots. Like Scott has a whole entire family over there. I have things going on in my life. So we're we're people just like you. We just we just enjoy football and we enjoy the Raiders. Are you saying I'm not a robot? <laughs> Gosh, Scott. Okay. Did I, did I sound like a robot for a second? <clears throat> Sorry. He definitely did. Definitely hit the nail on the head right there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's too funny. Um, or well, yeah. Anyway, we appreciate you guys being with us. It's another edition of the Mailbag Show. Mo, uh, we'll do it again next week. But tomorrow, we dive into week three in the NFL. Uh, we'll talk about the Raiders versus the Titans in Nashville. We'll also talk a little bit about fantasy football and get you up to date on the latest Raiders news. Don't forget, you got to read Mo. He's a national NFL writer covers the entire league for Bleacher Report. So go read his stuff on Bleacher Report. The best thing to do is just follow him on Twitter. He'll tell you when he writes something at Mo Moton, at M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. And you read it, he'll interact with you. Yes, he has that kind of time. He really doesn't, but he does it anyway because he appreciates you. So do that. He's also the Raiders columnist up on sportsnot.com. Do me a favor. Today dropped my stocks up, stocks down. Raiders piece on sport not, Sports Not, so you can go read that today, right now, after you listen to this. Hopefully you already have, but I appreciate that. You can follow me on Twitter at LV Gully, and also the show, SNB Today. Mo, we got to pick a winner on the T-shirt today. Uh, who's going to get the lucky T-shirt? I want to I want to give it to Derek Carr's hair, but he's going to have to send us his address. I don't know if you, I, if you agree. I, I do, too, because I, I actually thought about I was actually going to tweet about Dylan Parham taking over for Andre James. And cause I felt like that was a real possibility. Not that the Raiders are trying to boot Andre James, but it's kind of like a situation what happened with not actually not, not with the San Francisco 49ers, but Trey Lance got hurt, right? Yep. Jimmy Garoppolo comes in and a lot of players now are saying that the 49ers are a better team with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, now they didn't want to get rid of Trey Lance, but it just so happens that, you know, they had Jimmy Garoppolo there and he's a better quarterback right now. Now mm-hmm. th- it's different for the Raiders because we talk about a young guy over an older veteran. But as you said, the Raiders drafted Dylan Parham. They eventually want Dylan Parham to start. And Andre James was paid by the previous regime. And as I said, they can get rid of him or cut him and save five million. So I think it's just a matter of circumstance where conveniently he gets concussed. Maybe he cannot, not conveniently gets concussed, but he gets concu- concussed. <laughs> and in somehow, some way, he doesn't get his starting position back because Dylan Parham is now starting there. I think it's just a matter of time before you see the changeover. Absolutely. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you. Derek Carr's hair. Send us a note so we can send you your T-shirt and your sticker. The rest of you will get your sticker out. Um, we are. It's going to take us about three or four weeks to get all that stuff out. So if you won in previous weeks, hang in there. You will get your stuff, I promise. Uh, but thank you guys all for the questions. We had more questions. We will get to them in the next session. 
uh, as well. So keep them coming in. Mail at silverandblacktoday.com. That's all spelled out, silverandblacktoday.com. Mail at silverandblacktoday.com. And we will get your questions on the air. And we appreciate it. But until tomorrow, it is adieu. Shout out to Chad, too. Chad is uh, Chad's a pretty consistent emailer. And I pre- just wanted to say yes. I appreciate Chad and, and his support and him supporting the ice cream eating that, that I did. <laughs> Even though it's very painful. He doesn't really watch on YouTube, but he had to see it. But he had, he had to, to see, see it. it. So uh, shout out to Chad for that, for yes, tuning in. It, it, it's a vibe. We, we, and and I, I may or may not be making a GIF out of the face that you made when you ate it. So we'll, we'll get to that later. But uh, anyway, guys, we will be back tomorrow with an all-new show, Talking Raiders, Talking Titans. For Mo Moten, I am Scott Colbrands, and this has been Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey Original Cop podcast. We will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks.